Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Nice. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. You should be able to hear the magnetic resonance. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I am your host, Susan Fox. And, no, I, am your other, and I am your other host, Gene Turnbow. <laughs> yes, we did a little quick body swap there. <laughs> uh our guests are Kaylee Bray and Ryan Parma of a fascinating uh, web production called Damsel's Dice and Everything Nice. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so thanks. much for having us. <laughs> so we watch all the Disney-inspired productions that, that hit the video tubes, and we just fell in love with this one. Because they nailed it. They have... Like 200 princesses, no waiting. <laughs> All oh the, the queens and princesses <laughs> of, of, of the, the recent Disney world. And wow. And, and those girls nailed it. And your script nailed it. And your, your, your everything nailed it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that means a lot. It does. So tell us about the show. So that if, if somebody who is listening has not seen the show yet, so that they'll know what we're, what we're talking about. Um, Kaylee, I think I'll let you go uh, and go ahead and do that because that's kind of your pitch to me when it's we true, met yeah. was what brought me onto the project. Oh, that's great. Well, it's, uh, essentially the show is the um, popular princess characters, Disney inspired, playing a tabletop role playing game, very Dungeons and Dragons-esque, seeing what happens when all of these girls who are traditionally very feminine get put into a scenario what that is traditionally maybe less feminine less girly and see what happens and as someone who is passionate about both of those things it's really fun to make this a mashup it's dnd is for damsels and dice isn't it it is now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, i i watched it uh just uh, a couple of days ago and it's really fun. I mean, you've got these, you have all of the characters with their established personalities and they're all trying to play against type or, I mean, in as much as it's possible to do when half of them want to be bards. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you would expect that from a Disney princess, you know. Absolutely. These but, are all musicals. You know? <laughs> uh, exactly. Every one of them can sing. And I think, you know, for me, what was the most exciting idea of this project was putting these girls together and finding ways to play with their character, 
that everyone would know so well, as well as playing against that. And and what I think my favorite part as well, besides the mashup of Disney princesses and Dungeons and Dragons, it was Kaylee's like her mantra for this whole thing was to combine both the worlds and the folklore and and everything so that, you know, we have the fans of Dungeons and Dragons could find the little things that she knows so well because of how well involved she is with D&D. And then all the Disney fans could watch. And if they didn't know any Dungeons and Dragons could kind of play along and catch up. And I knew that was something that I wanted to bring really, really strongly. And then finally, um, one of my other favorite parts was that Kaylee was very, very specific about casting, wanting to make sure each Disney princess was ethnic, ethnically correct mm-hmm. to um, who they were in the series. Um, and that they were princesses because a lot of people sometimes forget that some of the other major characters aren't princesses. It's true. Well, Kida was a queen and finding an, an authentic Atlantean had to have been a challenge. It was, but we were able to find someone who was of native descent. And I think that was something that was really important to me, that it was someone who is a you know a native woman and who uh, a person of color. I, I can't imagine, honestly, doing it any other way and Kita was a princess for most of her movie <laughs> and that, that was the true. That, that is true there have been many discussions uh, with uh, all the actresses on who's who's a, technically a princess and and all of that well there's a lot of discussions in general about right. Mulan not a princess actually but quite it's a true. war hero and it's because she's part of the official 11, I decided I wanted to include as many of the official 11 as possible. Right. Right. Well, a notable fighter. That's now, true. I don't remember when when we watched it, was Vanellope Von Schweet represented? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's, so you guys, she's the so you guys, okay. This, okay, is, okay, okay. this is the biggest thing. So it took us... The look on their face tells me that they had this discussion. Well, it's not just that. So like Kaylee, the mastermind behind this, like entire series has all seven episodes written out and what happened is is we were like okay we want to do the pilot for sure that's one thing we know we want to try to get and then see if we can make it enough you know to get to the other episodes and in the first pilot we had 20 characters at one point in time 22 oh i'm sorry 22 so So, somebody had to be cut uh, quite a few (laughs) because you know it, we got we got to leave the audience wanting more, you know, and it and it's not yes. like you won't see these characters at some point in time in the series, but we wanted to start off the pilot with kind of some of our mains that everyone would know and remember, and then also some of the other either like new new family members mm-hmm. like Leia, mm-hmm. um, and also to me interesting different. Disney princess choices that maybe some people would be like, oh, like a lot of people talk about like Tiger Lily, we wanted Pocahontas, but it's like Tiger Lily's a princess and doesn't, you know, get talked about much, you know? Um, and Kida, like people forget like, oh gosh, Kida is part of the Disney, like. And people are so excited to see her and see Meg, all these people that are beloved characters, but forget about because they're not as not the A-list. Yeah, they're not they're not the A-list. They're not part of the official 11. They're not around the parks all the time. But they're incredible characters and they're yes. so much fun to play with. Yes, absolutely. So you said you had uh, seven episodes all uh, all scripted out already. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got all this stuff ready to go once you get your once you get all all of your funding straightened out. Absolutely. Well, 
I don't know if uh, everyone will know by now, but they sure will. But we actually just got funded uh, fully on Indiegogo thanks to Susan. Thanks to Susan. <laughs> Our fairy godmother. I am a fairy godmother. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I couldn't believe it. It's 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 been a wild, wild ride with the, the funding because, I don't know, it, I just never expected – the like resurgence after we released the pilot it was so interesting like we all had this like plan like okay we're gonna shoot the pilot and that'll be kind of like the big like prize we would hope that people would want to kind of like fund for and Mm -hmm. we made a trailer that we felt like you know showed off the series but i think sometimes it's it's the you know the unexpected that's so interesting that like once we the funding ended for the first Indiegogo last year. We were excited because we had possibly enough to maybe get, get the started. second, yeah, get started on the second episode. And then we released the pilot as kind of like our like, hey, you know, this is it. This is what the series is going to look like. Um, and then all of a sudden, it, it was just like Haley was calling me and being like, uh, do you know who just mentioned our web series? And do you, do you realize how fast we're growing? I'm like, what? And then we started within a day. It, we I think we went from 800 subscribers to almost three or four thousand. Wow! And, wow! And, and then like even with like what we were at like five thousand views, and then all of a sudden we were at like fifteen. Like we jumped like ten thousand views. Um, and it was because who who was the first like major uh, like shout out that we got? So the, the first shout out was. Um, uh, a shout out on uh, Dungeons and Dragons Twitch. It was really, really kind of mm. them to do that for us. Um, and then Geek and Sundry wrote an article about us and comicbook.com. Their first article changed the game. That's still where most of our, our YouTube views come from is that comicbook.com. Oh, yeah, that, and that's the one that I remember freaking out about because I was so excited. And then I was like, Kaylee, they're sending people to our dead Indiegogo. <laughs> and it's like, we want people to still help us out. And so it's like, thank God Kaylee was just like on it and she'd like set up our second one. And, and it's, it's wild that it's funded. And I can't wait for us to get started on episode two. So excited. It's just get ready, you guys. It's like you, it's the, the first pilot, which, you know, um, hopefully they'll have links, you know, to, of where to go to go to damsels. Honestly, you you can just type in damsels dice, honestly, in YouTube and it'll come up, but it's damsels dice and everything nice. And it's just so exciting because the way like Kaylee is able to integrate this kind of like, folklore from like all the movies and play on the little jokes between the princesses and include Dungeons and Dragons and and it's like now that like we're past the pilot we were just kind of wanting to introduce the feeling and how it feels and now it's like in the second episode we start to get into the campaign right we actually get to Dungeons and Dragons now which I am so excited about yeah yeah still with all of the Disney princess folklore and it, it, it's oh, yeah. just like I, I'm so excited to see how people respond um you know I'm interested to see how the princesses interplay and and play the game and who's patient and who's not and <laughs> who's ready to go charging in and and pushing oh, the that's all anyone button. wants to talk about is who's going to be the first murder hobo of the campaign. <laughs> 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 well, and uh uh of course there's always one that that just takes the campaign and and uh it just goes off the rails because the DM has not accounted for what the players might do mm-hmm. and, and things just go sideways i and, i know and don't but, recover <laughs> but i think too i think and this is why i love our our series is i think with bell being the dm of this campaign i think 
things like that. Like in real life, yes, it's, it would be a wild ride for someone to be DMing 14, 14, 14 players. 14 players. <laughs> but in this case, yep. you got to remember, we live in the Disney world, you know, and Belle can do anything. She's read all the books. You know, she she has all the imagination. Oh, that's um, that's true. At the, mm-hmm. uh, of all of Disney princesses, she's the one that's um, the the most bookish. She's, well, she's obsessed with stories. With a whole staff of like kitchen f- utensils. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, the elephant in the room is you are using Disney characters. And how are you – is is it because you're a parody that you're yes. okay? Yes. And Kaylee was very – it's from the beginning <laughs> of – while she was still finishing up writing, while we were doing rewrites of the pilot, she was just constantly checking in with all her lawyer friends and, and making sure that her story has the parody aspects to it. Because the thing is, is like we don't ever, you know, want – you know, uh, people like – Kaylee and I are just such huge lovers of just Disney in mm-hmm. general that like we would never want to be doing anything in the series that would like maim the name and it's it's more about like how fun is this like parroting the characters and their experience and also on the other end too not just you know using Disney but D- Dungeons and Dragons in general right you know and uh using these kinds of things it brings a new audience to each of these Subjects, so you get these gamers who are not huge Disney fans, would never really, and I get yeah, this but they all, all the saw time. Disney movies as kids, sure, I but mean, are, they wouldn't call themselves interested in the Disney princesses. No, they're serious gamers. Wouldn't dare. But then we've got these little eight-year-old girls who are now speaking to us and saying, "Oh, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons now because the princesses are doing it," or they're telling all of their friends, oh. "The princesses play Dungeons and Dragons, and I play Dungeons and Dragons." And it's it's changed it's changed my life. Getting people were sending me pictures of of their kids setting up their dolls in a Dungeons and Dragons game, or pictures of their kids with their character sheet saying princesses do it too. I mean, it's just why it's why it's why we made well, it. Well, when yeah. you come down to it, you're playing with the barbs and you're setting up the figures in scenarios, and things happen. And how is that different from D and D, except for the lack of dice? Absolutely. <laughs> It's all the same. It's all make believe, and it's all mm-hmm. telling stories and and making characters and fewer orcs, fewer yeah. orcs. Well, you never know. Yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> well, now they have orcs. It's a short step from uh, uh, you know setting up dolls around the t- the uh, the the table and having a tea party, you know, um, yeah. for a kid. You know, it's it's all imagination to start with. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's like to me my favorite part about. Um, what I came to learn, you know, from Dungeons and Dragons, because I think the biggest thing that was real exciting for me is that, like, I came in with being a huge Disney fan mm-hmm. um, and having heard of Dungeons and Dragons and seen it, you know, now like the resurgence of it and being like, all right, Kaylee, give me give me the crash course. Give me everything I need to know. Who do I need to watch? What do I need to understand? And I think that was something that I really was excited to learn because it was also allowing me to come, you know, as a director, I wanted to make sure that like, this was a series that also served people who have no idea what Dungeons and Dragons is. So you can walk in from either fandom or neither <laughs> and Exa- still know what's going on. And it's on. completely approachable. And I think that that was so important to have you as part of the team. Cause you could bring that fresh perspective and do a, 
eight-minute video of 14, 15 people sitting around a table and make it dynamic and tell that story and still make it clear no matter who was coming in to watch, which was so fun. Yeah, like that was like my favorite part. And then it's just like allowing the jokes to play out the way that they do, um, which is my favorite part. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of the humor comes from knowing the characters already. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of setup you didn't have to do here. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think I think what's fun is like using that and then playing it on its head. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I one of my things in rehearsals was very much like allowing the princesses to figure out what they wanted their character to be. And like, I'll never forget uh, Rowan, who is who plays Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Like she wanted to play against her type. And it was really fun because it's like Cinderella, you know, is the princess that's cleaning and, you know, <laughs> is doing all of that. And like, she plays this really aggressive, like in your face. And we, we felt like in, in rehearsal, we felt like because in my opinion, you know, Snow White and Cinderella are two of the most noticeable princesses and, you know, mm-hmm. in, in... Well, they're certainly, they're certainly two of the original ones. Right. They're, they're, they go back half a century. No, they and Sleeping Beauty, who's yeah, probably yeah. falling right. asleep on the... Right, but, but we <laughs> felt like it was funny because I, they in rehearsals, it was just like both jo- Joanna and Rowan, so Joanna plays Snow White, mm-hmm. and then um, Rowan plays Cinderella, and in rehearsals, there was this like really funny chemistry that they just kept having with their dialogue and i think organically while we were there i was just like what if it's like this like rivalry yeah what if this almost is like they have this like frenemy but also friendship like relationship As you know two of the og princesses <laughs> like of course they would have that kind of a relationship you know and, and it's like snow white maybe is a little more dumb to it and you know cinderella is <laughs> a little you know because snow white she's the very first one it's more about like her innocence and that like she's thinking the best in everyone well and she has nothing to prove right she's she's the one with the the star on hollywood boulevard she's she's got it all <laughs> yeah, this is she true. has a star on hollywood i did not know that <laughs> yeah so i think snow white's yeah. one of the few animated characters that has she's got a star well mickey, wow mickey donald mickey I, I think, well yeah, yeah mickey bugs and daffy. donald and bugs and daffy do but i didn't know snow white did i think she's the only princess who does for sure well, yeah we'll check that i don't know notes later so what's it like uh I mean, being a director, you know, it's hard enough just to direct cross twos. Oh. Yeah, and you're you're working with fourteen people at once. I'm sorry. What's what's your day like doing something like that? Well, it was nuts that we did this in a day. Yeah. That 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 was crazy. Yes. Well, that was probably the craziest part about Wait, it. Wait, one day, one day. Yeah, one day. Yeah, we shot Shoot it in one me day. Now. Yeah, it was it was nuts. Um, to me, what it became is like I sat down with. Steven, our DP, and I was like, all right, we have 15 people at a table. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do we do? Um, and, you know, I think once Steven kind of – he gave me some ideas and references and I was, like, looking at different, like, scenes online and from, you know, like, dinner table scenes. And and I think what – to me what it came the most about is, like, breaking the script down into who's actually talking to each other in the script. And when it came down to that, it made breaking it apart into its sections a little bit easier because then it was more about, okay, this princess is talking to this princess at this point in time. You know, we don't have to like 
literally sit there and go through the entire script with every single princess. So it was finding like, okay, and then what would be a good moment? And then what I was doing too in rehearsals was kind of sitting them in the order that I wanted and seeing how the princesses were reacting to each other. And okay, where can I highlight some reactions? And, you know, how can I elevate the different parts where the princesses are sitting and hope as well that everyone's looking at each other when you look the foot you look at the footage back because <laughs> it's just it's really really wild to find eyeline um you know the good With thing 14 is 14 people yes oh my god I, well, it's I, a limited I, number of places you're going to be looking at well yeah it's at, like left right or forward but still you know it it's uh they've still still got to be looking left or right in the correct direction yeah, and and that was definitely a challenge. There was constant talk on set with Steven, and I'd be like, "Is she looking? She doesn't look like she's looking at her right now. Is she? She's looking at the princess right now, right? Or uh, like which princess am I looking at? Which one is? Or like my where? favorite, my favorite. I, I and this is kudos, kudos to Kaylee and her writing and acting skills. <laughs> I have to tell this story, and it was just wild in regards to like. So once we were we were going, we would shoot this like. In sections, so we would do like, all right, here's the right side of the table, and then we'll we'll break apart into like the two shots or close ups, and and then we'll move to this side of the table and that, and we did um, two sides of the table first, and then it was time for Kaylee, and all the other princesses didn't technically need to be there because um, we were also toward the end of the day, and we were mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, we still have a whole other table side to do this, and I was like, all right, Kaylee. Um, do you think you can do the first six pages in b- one go in one go <laughs> and know where all the princesses are sitting and make sure. And she was like, you know what? If I don't, then I don't know how I wrote this. And I was like, all right, Kaylee, here we go. And no joke. It was just like on point, no breaks. It was just like from start to finish. Like we literally broke the script because it was how many pages? It was like, fi- like it was like 12 probably. It was like wasn't 12. It? Yeah. 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 So we, 12 or, or 11 and a half or something yeah. like that. It's something to a sense where we broke it into two sections because we decided that whenever Belle starts telling the story, we wanted the camera to be dynamic. And so the first part where it's all set up, the camera's static. And so it was crazy because we literally broke it up into the first six pages and the last five. And we did two takes of each and did like, and we got it. And I was just like, Kaylee, you better go. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's this amazing. Is, uh, this is incredible. And, and I loved it because it's just like we got such, such great stuff from there that like it just really ties it all together. Well, and the, the great thing is that you your shooting ratio is so tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, with that many people, you do not expect your shooting ratio to be two to one. No. no. That's just amazing. Yeah. So it was just super it was a crazy day it was it was it was fun though it ended up being it was wonderful but it was absolutely wild it was just a whirlwind of activity we had a lot of uh our actors were wearing a bunch of different hats on set so we had our aurora was also our wardrobe and kita was our stylist and uh we had our leo was one of the makeup artists and uh snow white was uh dealing with the wigs and Meg does our website, so everyone is, like, jumping on and doing as many mm-hmm. things as possible while either they're on set or off. And they can't touch the table setups. because you're trying to keep the continuity. You must have had to glue down the character sheets. Uh, our Well, our mutual fl- fr- friend, friend Clara, uh, mm-hmm. ended up just jumping in to be scripty most of the time anyway because she was our art director and so yeah. she was in charge of that gorgeous table. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um. 
And so she's just always like, yeah, the pink cupcakes were over there and the blue cupcakes were over there. And then we have to make sure that all of the this is her cup and this is her teacup. And it was just it so was a lot of So everything matches when you cut it together and nothing nothing looks like it teleports across the table. No, exactly. And we did a pretty good job of that, actually. Yeah, I don't especially think with left... the lighting in the background yeah. as well. Because like all of the when you look in the shelves behind all the princesses, our DP was constantly moving like the lights that have kind of like the like yellow mm-hmm. greenish like light and lights creating like a really nice backlight we only had three of those lights <laughs> so <laughs> literally like moving them around the table so it looks like the entire room is lit up like that yeah i was going to ask about that because if you actually lit the whole room the way it looks like it's lit uh, you would have had enough light to set the set the hair on the backside of a cat on fire from 30 paces yeah it was and so you, it was actually just three, one light kit being moved around. <laughs> well, for the back. No, that's the not like, like the, the light that was actually lighting, um, the princesses was, uh, oh gosh, what did, what did, uh, Stephen call it? It's, um, special arm. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, it was really cool because it was essentially, think of it as like a hanging, like LED. Over the table. Like Kino light that was like over the table. Because I was very specific. I gave him references of like, I want it to feel dark enough that it feels like we're at Belle's Castle, but like bright enough that it feels like the Disney princesses. Because mm-hmm. it's like they're not going to play in a spooky area. It's still going to feel like it's lit, but mm-hmm. it feels like it should feel like we're like at a castle and, you know, like lit, you know, it, it, the kind of thing that I, I mean, the things that I think I sent him was, I was like, as funny enough, I watched, uh, was it Shrek two when they're at the yeah. dinner table, um, you know, with, uh, Fiona's parents. I like sent him that. Um, and then I sent him some stuff from game of Thrones mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, just so, and Steven and his team killed it. Was, it. it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I was like obsessed. <laughs> Magic. Well, it all, it all looked good on the set. Now, how about post-production? How, tell, tell me about your wonderful editing and uh, mixing teams. Yeah. Um, so with uh, editing, um, you know, I think there is, you know, we had Kenneth, um, mm-hmm. uh, who was our editor. Um, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah you're okay. right. I would correct you. Oh, I gosh. promise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like there's so many names that, that have been involved. It's been a village uh, for sure. Yeah. For a while now. Um, and, you know, I wanted I wanted him to take some artistic liberty in doing stuff with the footage, but I also wanted him to serve the purpose of the joke mm-hmm. and in the story and, you know, cut out any dead, any dead weight and any things that weren't making sense. And, um, and then it's just like with mixing, we had just like, a t- you know, you have so many voices, so many voices trying to make sure that we capture all that sound. What, you know, ADR do we still need to do if, if things aren't still working or don't sound quite right? It was just it was a lot, but it, like it worth it in the end. Oh, yeah. You know, did you have to do a lot of ADR? Were, were there a lot of pickups that you had to do or? No. And luckily, our um, one of our producers is also has a voiceover studio in her closet. Mm. So we got all our ADR yeah. uh, from our producers. So, but it was only a couple of lines. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty easy. We got a lot of what we needed to do on the day because everyone was like, we have one day. It just needs to happen. Yeah. And it's amazing what you get when you just when, have that limitation. Oh, yeah. When you absolutely have to. Yeah. And you don't have – there's no way to, to get that all back for a reshoot. No. Or that studio space back for a reshoot. You've got to get it in one try. No. And it was also a miracle that we had all four all, 
all well, besides Kaylee, all 14 actresses available that day. On that, one day. That there was a moment where a few of them were not going to be able to be there the full day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were just lucky enough to have all of them there, which made it just work because we didn't know yet because it we didn't know how our day was going to go mm-hmm. it's like we were going to you know do we need to have them all at the table at one point in time and you know do we not and you know it was just like we were very fortunate yes in that case <laughs> yeah just the logistics of scheduling that many people to show up on the same day at the same time even that is is uh, is quite an accomplishment yeah because it's like even at rehearsals we you know it wasn't until we were at the shoot that all the girls were in the same room. At the same time, yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. It was the 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 first and so far last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what happens next? What's you've you've just got your uh, you've just got your Indiegogo uh, funded. What does that let you? What does that let you do next? What where do you go from here? So the <clears throat> next thing we have coming up is actually. Monday on the 21st at 4 p.m. Pacific time, we are doing a live stream fundraiser, kind of a telethon to cover. This was planned before the Indiegogo was closed, but um, or well, not closed, but the first goal was reached. Right. Um, And so we are going to do a wonderful live stream. We're finally getting all the girls back together to see each other. We're going to sing some Disney karaoke that the chat will get to vote what we're singing. We're going to decorate cookies. We're going to have lots of Q&A, play some games, kind of just a regular Twitch live streamed extravaganza. There's going to be a lot of really fun giveaways. Uh, So that's happening Monday. That's the very next thing that we're doing as far as the rest of the series I mean, I'm, I know Kaylee and I are both itching to get together for episode two. It's just mm-hmm. like now, you know, that we're funded, <laughs> <laughs> we can actually make this thing. Yeah. And, and it's like, I think, you know, I'm super pumped to get working and taking another look at episode two and, you know, okay, what did we learn from the first one? How can we improve? What are people really liking? Is there anything we can include from how people are responding to the series that might change a little bit of what's in the script, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, the biggest thing is getting everyone together again, um, which I know I think we can do. It's just kind of going to be that that's going to be like the biggest task is like, okay, how do we do that? You know, we have our major characters, you know, that were in the pilot, but which ones are coming back for episode two? Cause the, what I loved as well about Kaylee's series, you know, is it's, it's supposed to feel like what a natural, you know, D and D campaign is like people come in and out like, you know, you have people who, you know, will always be there, Mm -hmm. like your best friends, you know, but then you have new people that might come in and out and jump into the story or might jump out. So because we also have other princesses that want to want to say hi. Of course, there's a there's a subtext here, and that is that you have a tremendous uh, organization sort of surrounding this thing you've got. You're you're set up for live stream on Twitch. Uh, You were written up in comicbook.com and Geek and Sundry wrote you up. And, uh, uh, all sorts of stuff going on. And I'm just, you've managed to kid all this stuff together in very short order. And I'm just, I'm really impressed by the whole thing. Now, how do we join that community? You're already kind of a part of it. No, I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> as the audience. <laughs> right? But that's, but as the audience, everyone's already kind of a part of it by joining us on our little adventure. 
the social media, being part of our community on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. But even still joining, like, so our Indiegogo, yes, it's been funded, mm-hmm. but like, you can still donate. And the thing is that, like, you know, originally our original Indiegogo that we had set up was for the remaining six episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, we would love to make the entire first season for you guys. It's pretty and much so ready to go. I think, you know, to answer your question, um, Susan, I think would be like the best thing to do first is to follow all of us mm-hmm. um, on our social media at uh, Dice and Nice mm-hmm. on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, and Facebook, I think it's under Damsel's Dice, Damsel's and, every, Dice and Everything and nice. nice. And YouTube as well. And YouTube. Um, and then from there, check out our Indiegogo. If you feel like you're pumped and you want to see more episodes, you know, we're looking to do more than just episode two. And even though our Indiegogo is funding for episode two, it does not mean that the more we get funded there that we couldn't actually be funding for episode three or four or five. You know what would be fun? Mm-mm. Imaginary dream sequences where the princesses. Oh, I mean, Jean, <laughs> that was so the first many that, that, ideas. That was the first thing that I talked with Kaylee about. I was like, but it would be so cool if we did this. And she goes, "Do you have a hundred thousand dollars?" <laughs> here's, yeah. the, here's the thing about our cast: a significant number of them, including myself, are stunt fighters. Mm. We could do battle sequences. We have access to armor and weapons and incredible visual effects. That, I mean, if we wanted to bring these characters into their Dungeons and Dragons characters and have them play Dungeons and Dragons, I have all sorts of ideas if I ever get money to do that. It's right, so exciting. Right, right. I can, you know, you can have my sword collection. You can, you know, dip into my musical instrument collection, you know, for the bards. Oh, yes. Can I talk about the music for a second? Because oh my God. that has Please. rocked my world. Um, my, our wonderful composer, Kyle Detarnowski, I, we knew we needed music, and I was just like, I don't know, something like kind of John Williams-esque, but with like a little Alan Menken, and then like m- medieval. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulled it off. And he was just oh, like, yeah, okay, no, exactly. I, I like, Kaylee and I both called each other literally at the same time being like, did you listen to the music? <laughs> and we both freaked out because it just like... To me, there's moments that I think when pieces of like the post-production process come together that kind of turn your project into what it is. And like to me, once we had the music in there, it was like, yep, this is our series. Like this is who we are. This is Damsel's Dice and Everything Nice. Like it felt exactly how I had pictured the series should feel where you have this like, here we are playing this, you know, RPG game. And, you know, it's just like with these Disney princesses and all of a sudden, like the music is enhancing your experience. Like when Belle starts telling the story, the music switches and it like puts you, you know, in this right mood. It like, it, it like takes you there. So even if you're not say seeing the dream sequences, you know, you can use your imagination you because that it. music like is like you feel it. So yeah, Kyle, kudos. <laughs> we love Kyle. Yes. And there's nothing like, uh, Putting your putting your rough cut together and having that music track slugged in, and it just you have that moment where it takes your breath away the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for for us, what made it even more special is like I made sure that when our editor was editing it, that like he put in temp music, mm-hmm. so like we could at least just like have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just like you know it was you know it was fun, and then. Kyle 
gives us this and we're just like, oh my God, <laughs> like this is our series. <laughs> this is it. And also you have to tell me, you said we have a theme song. We have a theme song. Which now. I didn't even know. And I'm so pumped to hear right, it. So am I. <laughs> so yeah, that's something on the live stream, hopefully, that will be able to be unlocked as part of one of our, our giveaway things. Kyle will also be there for the live stream being our live accompanist for all of the karaoke, which we're also really excited that's about. That's really, really exciting. That sounds like a lot of fun. So that's going to be this uh, this coming Monday. This is um, uh, what's what's the date today? This is Saturday. As you're hearing this, this is... Um, so, it'll be the, so Saturday the 19th. Saturday the 19th. Or so, Sunday the 20th. Or, or Sunday, Sunday the, the 20th. 20th. Because this is running, uh, we're running this on Saturday and we're running it again on Sunday. Uh, so the following Monday is when all this happens. That's Martin Luther King Day. 4 p.m. What? Pacific. Pacific. Uh, but we're going to be live streaming for a couple of hours. So if you can't make it at 4, we're going to be streaming essentially from 4 to 7. Uh, we're probably planning karaoke to be around 4.30 or 5 whenever we have a good group to to start that madness. We're very excited about Are you it. singing Disney songs or just any songs? Uh, we're going to start with Disney, but we're going to let the chat help <laughs> us out. I am afraid to say, I'm always anxious to be like, we're going to let the internet choose. Mm. Next but up, Cinderella great. sings Highway to Hell. <laughs> oh my Which gosh. might be funny. Yeah. I don't know if Rowan will it. sing for us. Right. <laughs> So quite a crew. Yes. Who here is making a living at doing this stuff? Are any of you really um, doing professional work as well? Um, I, mm -hmm. I am. Um, so I, I direct um, a lot of music videos, uh, dance concept videos, um, and I work with a lot of influencer talent. So a lot of the videos that I direct are from people that have followings on Instagram or YouTube. Um, and then, you know, for me the narrative things are the stuff that are like my passion projects. Cause you know, for me, ultimately I would love to be doing something in the professional film and TV world. Um, I love what I get to do and what I get to direct now. And you know, that I, the fact that I get to direct for my job. So that's absolutely incredible. And I'm like extremely thankful that that's what I get to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just this, things like this are like, super exciting for me because you know this is what my dream is is i want to be doing things like this um you know it's like and especially <laughs> when it's disney related i right. always talk about i would love to direct something for disney i say like high school musical seven i'm there yes. give it to me you know i'll <laughs> i'll direct that you know okay. <laughs> and kelly you said you are, are a uh, professional stunt woman so i'm not a stunt woman but i do i'm a i'm a stage combat professional so i um that's one of one of the things that i do i kind i do a lot of a lot of things i also um i live stream games uh semi-professionally i guess now um and I'm just, I'm a, I'm a regular old actor. I'm a voice actor. So I, I tend to work on a lot of video games. Uh, most of our cast is, is a professional in the industry in either just an actor or a, a stunt person or a professional Dungeons and Dragons player. I, I think the way I always Who talk about the series. Play Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons does. Holy cow. Pretty great. Um, 
at least for a lot of the people involved in the series, you should check out their Twitch. They have a lot of amazing programs. Well, we uh, should that's uh, astonishing. give us a list of those so we can put them in the article. And, you know, Absolutely. Well, Sirens of the Realms, you will see both me and uh, the woman who plays Kida on, as well as one of one of the uh, people who helped make this series, uh, Kelly D'Angelo. She was one of the first like inspirations, part of the original cast before many princesses got cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Very ambitious. Um, she's in the series as well. It's it's another like all female um, production, which I was inspired by for sure. Oh, that sounds awesome. Well, I'm I'm really I'm looking forward to uh, you know the telethon thing. That's we'll be, be there. Fun. So we'll be we. there Monday. Oh, yeah. good. Come hang out and chat. Of course, we, if it's Disney princesses, it'd be highway to heck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yes. we're gonna have yeah. to go the good place oh, as far yeah. as language. That's that's funny. <laughs> we have been talking to Kaylee Bray and Ryan Parma. Uh, Kaylee is the creator of Damsels, Dice, and Everything Nice, and Ryan Parma is the director of the show. Um, thank you both for being guests on the Event Horizon this evening. We are very happy to have you he- physically here in the studio to record. This is a very rare thing. We usually do this via Skype. Yeah, and arguing with stri- Skype for half an hour is is oh, that's always fun. I'm glad to avoid that. <laughs> but but thank you for thank you for coming. It was great to have you here. Oh yeah, thank you oh. so much for bringing us on, and also Susan. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you <laughs> for comp- very godmother. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I hope everyone that uh, gets the link enjoys it, and we're looking forward to making episode two and hopefully the remaining, you know, episodes from season one. And please come see us on Monday. Uh, the Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash dice and everything nice. Uh, we will start streaming about 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we are so excited to show you all the shenanigans that we have planned because it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And again, if you want to follow any of the uh, social media for the show, it's at dice and nice and and is spelt out so it'd be dice and nice for instagram and twitter and then damsels dice and everything nice for facebook and for youtube Mm -hmm. thank you both you have been listening to episode 207 of krypton radio's weekly production of the event horizon for january 19th 2019 our first production of the new year our guests today have been Ms. Kaylee Bray, the creator, showrunner, and one of the stars of the new YouTube web series called Damsels, Dice, and Everything Nice, and the director of the series, Mr. Ryan Parma. For more information on this web series, visit diceandeverythingnice.com. Your hosts this evening were Gene Turnbow and Susan Fox. This episode will air again on January 20th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow afternoon, that's a Sunday, and two more times on the following Thursday and Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Once all of the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our own website at kryptonradio.com as podcasts. Krypton Radio is listener-supported geek culture radio, and the vast majority of our funding comes from listeners just like you. We are asking you to visit patreon.com slash kryptonradio and pledge $5 a month to help keep the station on the air. Give the gift of geek music to your friends by helping the world's only full-time sci-fi geek culture radio station stay alive. That's patreon.com slash kryptonradio. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. 
The science officer was played by science fiction illustrator Mark Schurmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by science fiction grandmaster Larry Niven. This episode is copyright 2019 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The event horizon on Krypton Radio. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>